Godforsaken beach. Thinking if I lay there, I'll maybe die. But if I get up, there ain't no maybe about it. Then one man broke through. Michael. 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 When the Templars murdered my family. When the whole bloody world's gone crazy. Hellcat, Sector 9. To Michael. Pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance! Ming Chang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Welcome to the Ming and Mike Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, recently wrapped season six. We are James on Bob's Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me, it is time for some action. Say hello, Mike Zapsik. Hello, everybody. Mike Zapsik is in the house, everybody. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well this morning. How are you? I'm I'm very tired. We'll get we'll get to that. I'm about oh, two will. hours of sleep yes, right now. Yes, we will. Uh, I get very chatty when I'm overtired, so please feel free to interrupt. Like, dude, <laughs> stop talking. Oh, come on, like, stop I talking on a podcast already. where you're supposed to be talking. Yeah, so I know I don't need to be doing all the talking today. We have two very very special guests. Sure do. Today, uh, where do you want to start? You That's start, uh, you know what I'm gonna go ladies, ladies first. Ladies first, always uh, to my left. My beautiful wife Julia Zapsik is sitting in with us. Back in the house. Rave reviews for your I saw comics yes. episode last week. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thanks welcome, very much. Wel- great to be welcome here. back. Sitting in my left, from the first world himself, Mr. Chris Campana, artist. Lover, dancer, <laughs> singer, yeah, badass. I, I stretch first before all of that. Good deal. The one thing you that should, you don't want to get a hernia. Or no, and, Mike, Mike will tell you all about that. And I way. have stated this publicly, and I'm going to state it again. Chris is one of my top five working artists today. Who are the other four? I'm not telling you. Why? Because you can't. You can't, you can't put me in a off. box, buddy. I'm not putting you in a box. You bring. Don't up put me in a box. Just, nobody puts baby my, in a corner. My name said differently four other times. Yeah, come on, man. You can't say like top <laughs> oh, five and yeah. not name the other four. That's bullshit. Nah, you kidding? 
That's complete bullshit. No, it's not. You could be like Ghostbusters. You a couple this morning. I did, but I'm not going to anyway. Oh, my God. You're kidding? I'm standing my ground. Oh but Chris God. is in the top five you, of my... And Wolf Flanagan's one. Of okay, others. okay. Ding. All right, Ding. That's two All right, or five so or the other maybe, three. Maybe I'll scatter him throughout oh the... Yeah, maybe uh, I'll scatter him. Work, working artists. So Jim Lee, George Perez. So who's the last one then? Oh, come on. You can't just box me into... Nobody puts baby in a corner. All right. All right. That's... Besides, let's leave that one. That's complete bullshit. We're going to leave that one dangling Mr. Man of Mystery over here. Can't it real? It's not like... That's the way I let him have his stuff. Yeah, come on. Come on. Let me keep my one. This is not the true shooter of the Kennedy assassination. This is not the location of the Annex Skywalk. Why can't we know that, by the way? What's that? Who Hello? shot him? Who that, shot Kennedy? That, come on, dude. We can't. can't. We know? Come on. No, I think no. we already know. It was, it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Did he Did he work alone? We're not sure. Oh, Who knows? Yeah, you got a, li- a little spice of life, man. That's exactly what it is. Uh, a little spice of life. Read the Stephen King novel. You'll learn all, you'll learn all about it. <laughs> I did a term paper on that, and I... Uh, I spelled mafia wrong the entire time. Well, how'd you spell it? So she knew so I, so I didn't plagiarize it, so she passed it. me. Oh, that's good. You nice. should have spelled M A P H I A. Mafia killed Mafia. JFK. Yeah. Muffalata. Yeah. Shot, uh, had She's him scary. killed. No, I did, a, I did a paper in college, and uh, so I went to the archive building in college, and they had like freaking papers from the Warren Commission, like signed by, like there were no doodles. You actually and had Warren Commission? Yeah, there were Warren Commission but it's all, documents. like retracted, right? Or whatever. Redacted. No, 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 this is the stuff that was published. So it was cool. I'm, and I returned the documents. I'm like, what are these little scribbles? I got? Those are like, dude, like idiot. Those are notes from the Warren Commission. Dumbass. I'm like, these but are they're legitimate are, notes. Yeah. I was like, these are real. These aren't photocopies. I was like, no, like get out of here. You're, you're banned. Get out of here. You're not allowed here anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Idiot. Did yeah. you add to the notes? Like, I think I, he, I think he was lying. Grade. Yeah. I should have added stuff like, uh, you know, you know, like the real shooter. Jerk off. Was, magic bullet in my ass. Yeah. Real shooter was Mike Zapsick. Like, what? Who he, the fuck is Mike Zapsick? He, he, was, he, he was one year old. No, he Look wasn't at even born. Grassy, no. He was a year old when this happened. No, no, I'm not that old, dude. Come on. It was 63, buddy. Oh, not 68? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You're thinking of Robert Kennedy. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. All right. One of the Kennedys was killed. Sorry. Before we go Kennedy farther. Was supposed to be first. Before we go farther, Robert? We, Robert? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Leave her alone. Her husband was killed. Uh, watch the Oliver Stone movie. You, can, you don't need a history. We're not here for a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, we're not. More importantly, no. before we begin, uh, we do have a charity auction up for Marcus Stello. We do. We have a bunch of them. Uh, we would like you to go to, uh, just go on eBay. And type in Mark M A R C Costello C O S T E L L O fundraiser, okay. and it'll take you to all of the auctions we have up. Okay. Um, we're selling Mark's stuff uh, at the behest of his wife, his widow, okay. Lori Costello, and uh, you know, just just gonna help her out. This is, I mean, you know. In in this this day and age, unfortunately, not all of us have like life insurance. Uh, although I would recommend getting it. Um, but you know what? This is going to help her out. It's going to, you know, make it a little bit easier. She just lost her husband right. unexpectedly. Yeah. And I mean, the, you always figure there's time. There's so time enough later on to eBay, do all those things. But eBay, Mark with the Mark C. Costello, Costello, M-A-R-C, Costello. So like Elvis fundraiser, Costello. Yeah. Fundraiser, one word or two. Uh, I think it's two. I think okay, get him put I these think up. Get him put them up. It's two words. Fundraiser. Search, search both. Or yeah, just search or just type in Mark Costello. Yeah, and just to clarify, this is all Mark's like vintage toys. Some yeah, not so vintage, but yeah, some, some of them are. are uh, you know what? There's a, there's own a piece of Mark's crap. How about that? Not, you can no, own dude, a piece. You can't of, say it's crap. No, no I'm no not saying no. It. You can own a piece. There are some that are great. 
Yeah, uh, I think Dude, we've got a uh, Dawn of the Dead poster signed by uh, Tom Savini not up crap. there. Yeah. Not crap. Not crap. Oh, but there's some stuff that's crap. Dude, up yeah, there. market I mean, this, man. Uh, how about the owner? Uh, there's a there's something for everybody at every price point. Tell you what, tell you what, crap, they're not gonna want it, dude. <laughs> no, how about this for uh, the crap ones? We'll sign uh, an eight by ten, okay? Uh, put that in the description then. No, that will sign an eight by ten. No, Just I'm ha- telling I'm... you right now, if if you're a true diehard uh, Ming and Mike All fan, right. and this is Mark's, this was Mark's home right here, absolutely, at Ming and Mike, absolutely. So, um, will you forge his signature? I'll on it forge too? his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Here's it's a that, check. Can we have a seance? And yeah, we can, right. and we can bring. I know. I'll just um, I'll just bring Rob Bruce over here because obviously, uh, from what I understand, up. Mark is haunting Rob, so he'll bring Mark with him. Don't right. say his name three more times. Two more times. Sorry. Rob Bruce. Rob Bruce. You know he's gonna come to the door. Yeah. No, he won't. Smell him. No, first. no. He. Yeah, you'll you will smell him. First. <laughs> Man, you didn't go to MSU, right? At Michigan went, State University, the inferior Michigan University. Oh, I did not go oh, there. Is that no. what you're going no, no, really? to call it? Really? Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, See, I, I have went a friend the, who just got hired there, and she sent me some interesting facts about MSU, your rival. So they have the largest comic book collection in the world. Sam Raimi from Evil Dead and Spider Man is an alum and his classmate of Bob Morowski, who worked with him on Xena. Bruce Campbell attended. Yes, he did. Didn't dropped graduate. out, didn't he? But he dropped out. He yes. did, of course. Good and man. And Batman versus Superman used the Campus Art Museum as Lex Luthor's lair. That's cool. Because we also saw the the old train station, which they used Detroit, for the fight. Town, Detroit, man. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, been... I got all excited. I said, and Ming Chen graduated from there. And no, I'm like, no, no, I didn't. he didn't graduate. No, he went to, from he went there. to uh, University. U University of Michigan. Go blue. Okay. Yeah, a uh, 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 famous. Uh, you want to brag about any comic related or pop culture related? Uh, uh, cool MB Davis, like graduate. University Beautiful. <laughs> See, that's all you need right there. Trumps everything trumps you just that. said. Was it was Alice, for Christ's sakes. Alice, who was getting meat delivered. Yeah, absolutely. By Sam the Butcher. Abs- absolutely. All yeah. righty then. Yeah, no, she was, she was dating Sam, and Sam was, I'm just delivering some meat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, as you know, I never say no to anything. And, no, you uh, never do. Uh, as such, uh, um, usually I'm the airport taxi for any friends uh, returning to the area. Oh, dear God, and, yes. And uh, so my friend Susan flew in at 530 this morning, took a red eye from L.A. And I was like, yeah. It's like, Susan Gillette? Susan Gillette, yeah. Susan Gillette. Um, so uh, I picked her up at, <laughs> at uh, Newark at 530. Now, you think <sighs> the airport would be pretty clear at that time? No, it's a shit show. No, you and I know that it's yeah, we pretty do. bad. I keep forgetting this. Though. I'm like, it's so early. You know, yeah. the it was all clear on the all the way up there, but like the way you pick people up, it's a complete shit show. But I picked her up and on the way uh, on the way here, I converted her to a Ming and Mike podcast listener. Oh, cool! Yeah, so. Did you like it? Well, I, I it was on the way here, so no, I didn't. <laughs> so she's like, I, I, had her, I, I really love this. I, you know, I, I, these I don't even care if anyone listens. Just subscribe. We need the subscribe. Okay. Just hit the subscribe button. If you listen to it, great. <laughs> subscribe. You know that 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 shoots us up in the rankings. Okay, good enough. Yeah. Yeah, so you know we're 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 doing pretty well, but you know we're chasing some people. Uh, you yeah, know, say Tom Steve Dave Smodcast. You know, we would love we to we would love to overtake our sister podcast. That, but we are um, technically those aren't our sisters; they're our uh, like stepsisters. True, uh, friends of the family. Our, yes, our, they are. our friend, our friendly neighborhood podcast. So you could sleep with them. We could, yeah, because yeah, yeah, our podcast could, isn't. We could legally marry them, yeah, but it, yeah. it'd be very maybe it, just it'd dinner be, first. Yeah, it would be a very awkward Thanksgiving. We're right, married, but our fair. podcast isn't. So, but I don't think podcasts can marry other ones. So uh, it no. depends on what town you're in. 
yeah. or state. Yeah, in West Virginia, Virginia is perfectly. This is what everything boils down to for Chris. Like, can can I sleep with that or not? Yeah. Well, can I roll it up and yeah, yeah. or can yeah. I roll it up and smoke it? Like, you can't oh. do either with this podcast. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Now you think you know getting up? I so I got up at like four forty-five, jumped in the car, went right. picked up because I'm a good friend. You get home you late from the game friend. last night. Wow. Well, that's the other thing. So I went to Baltimore last night. Yeah, and you had to drive back. <clears throat> you should have just swung up there. You're like ah. Fucking sleep is for I, losers. I went to Baltimore, as you know, I'm a big Baltimore Orioles fan, yeah. and uh, this is the one day in this in the rest of the uh, the home season that I could attend. I'm booked for the rest of the year, right, or the rest of the regular season. Uh, so I went down. Uh, I, um, I've been lucky enough to befriend the guy. Drop who, the name, uh, Mr. Steve Jeppy. There you go. Thank you very much, uh, President, Owner, CEO of Diamond uh, Industries, Diamond Comics, Comic Distributors, Diamond Everything. Uh, if yeah. you read if you read comic books, you would not have them in your hands without him. Yeah, so. odds are, yeah, you won't get them from someplace it's else. Great guy, it's true. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, as such, uh, he has eight of the seats right behind, right behind the dugout. Like there, you can't get any closer to the players. There, I mean, you can if you want to heckle. They'll hear you. I saw the picture. That's a good spot. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a it's amazing spot. So right behind the Orioles dugout. It's I mean, as a fan, it's like the dream spot. But you have to pay attention the entire game. Oh yeah. Otherwise you, could get hit. you will get beaned. You could get hit with a yeah. foul ball or or a bat. Bats have been known to fly yeah. into the stands. <laughs> or a beer bottle, because I hear some of those guys are heavy drinkers and they just chuck the bottles into the stands. Nineteen thirties <laughs> Babe Ruth. Uh, they don't really <laughs> in a hot dog drinking a beer. They don't really condone drinking during the game anymore. Yeah, sure. All right. There's too many incidents. All right, all right. They don't really so, condone that. Okay, so gotcha. now it's bubblegum and sunflower seeds. All right. So yeah. you could get you could get his with some seeds during uh, you and know, performance enhancing drugs and PEDs. Uh, no, they're trying There's, to curb that too. I mean, come on, they're just who yeah. won? Just a new one. Uh, Tampa Bay raised one. Uh, yeah. uh, I didn't want to hear that. The, uh, oh, bad question, honey. Orioles launched a, a, a valiant comeback, but not, it was not enough. It was very frustrating. But you know, hey, that's baseball. You know what? My team blew a game last night. Yeah, so. you gotta love baseball. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are you a Yankee fan? I am. Oh, okay. Well, it's a brutal uh, just, loss. Uh, if you're into baseball, uh, the, uh, they're playing the Red Sox. Red Sox scored five in the ninth to take it over <sighs> the Yankees. Brutal loss. And uh, if you're a fan of the AL East or the Orioles, does not help my favorite team at all. So thank no. you very much for your. your <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Orioles. Uh, thank so you, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dylan Batanzas. You suck. But okay, all right. <laughs> but as such, a game ended about ten thirty. Uh, three hour drive back, so I got home about two two thirty after a couple of two thirty. Oh so I woke up four thirty. So I want two hours of sleep. I'm very chatty all today. Right, good enough. That's yeah, fine. Very, I'm very chatty. But so one of the reasons why I wanted Chris here is because we were uh, chatting about stuff. Okay. About uh, when we were in Colorado Springs, yes. um, Chris mm-hmm. went to the the con that we were there, and it, it was uh, it was a fun con. Yes. Well, we were we were talking about stuff, and uh, like I said, Chris, one of my one of my top five yes, favorite working, working artists. artists. Okay, um, love his art. If thank uh, you, tell him where to go to to check out your art. Uh, well, uh, Facebook is uh, the art of Chris Campana, and Instagram, which is the most frequent posting I do, is uh, Campana Art. So it's the word okay. Camp A N A A R T. Go check it out, and you'll understand why Chris is one of my favorite working yeah, artists. Your today. book and titles. What are your book titles? I work on First World right now. Uh, it's a sword and sorcery uh, fantasy graphic novel kind of thing. Your book. We have it here. You have we it. Do. You we have, have it, it here. We have it here. If you want uh, a copy. Way of the Gray, which is coming out next spring for Red Anvil Comics, and there's something that I I. I have to come on again if it's possible in early November because there's something to announce 
You can't do it now? I can't announce it Good now, enough. but the contracts have been signed, so okay. there's something cool okay. that's coming Very out. Very awesome. November. And yeah. All right, we'll, come we'll back. I saw comics. We'll talk yeah, all about it for yeah, an hour. We'll do that. It'll be but, cool. Um, we were talking about how do you break into the industry? Of comics? How do you, yes. How yeah. do you break in without just being – how do you get hooked up with one of the, the big five now at – now I'd call them. Uh, right. Why are you sighing and looking frustrated? IDW. Because it's, it's hard. Okay. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> it's hard. And we were talking about, you know, do um, you want to tell the David Finch story? This is this is an amazing story. I, I love hearing this story. I want you to... Oh, oh yeah. I can, I can, if you can, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, a little bit of background is uh, I broke in initially in... Man, it was 98. Uh, I was hired by uh, Joe Pruitt and Jeff Loeb at... Pittsburgh Comic Con to work for Caliber Comics, and uh, then life took over, and I got out of the industry for a while. And so I've been back for a few years doing indie stuff and some smaller company stuff. Chris, you can't run from where you truly are, my friend. It, 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 it just followed me. You can't run from where <clears> you It followed are. me. If you're, if you're, you are an artist. You don't become an artist. You are born an artist. That's the way it is. It's like a, it's like a drug. Uh, so I was at New York Comic Con last year. So you were a crack baby? Hold I was on. a crack oh, baby. you were a crack baby. Right. right Took it right in the, you know. Uh, I'm at New York Comic Con, and I'm at a table, and a buddy of mine told me that David Finch was going to be doing portfolio reviews. So I went over there, and he was looking at it. And by the way, one of the sweetest guys right. you Wait, could ever meet. Was he like, holy shit? No. Well, oh. well he didn't, here's the weird thing when you get portfolio reviews. You never really, you got to kind of gauge it. Are they being nice to you because they don't know if you can take it? or So you... I personally always put out there, look, I'm an adult. I want to be better. Go ahead and tear me a new asshole right. if you have to. Right. Because Tell me it's what the I'm only doing. way I'm going to get better. Tell me why you think right. I'm going wrong. Now. I'm here because you've done something that I would like to, to get to. So okay. please give me the, you know, the keys to the, the castle. And he's looking at it and there were, you know, um, this is an egotistical thing. I hope it doesn't come across that way. But he liked the stuff a lot. He, he, he actually said at one point, uh, I'm going to stay on this page longer and pretend there's something wrong with it because of how beautiful it is. Wow. That's, so, yeah, it was that's a, pretty it was high a, You arrogant bastard. You no, son of a bitch. Yeah. So, and I was sweating. I, I was sweating from everywhere. And there's pictures. And even in the pictures my friend was taking from my table, I could see my sweat underneath the clothing. Right. There's that's a how much big, like, wet spiral on your ass. Yeah, and, like, right and, like, on did the Did he ass. just wet just, piss himself? Or is that just sweat? a lot of ass sweat. Okay. Which I, I pride so you, myself on. So you on. didn't piss yourself? No, no, it was okay. just ass sweat. Just making sure? Yeah, well, I can do it now. You're going to piss yourself now? No, right? I don't no. do either don't, one. Don't, don't all right, continue. Yourself. So I said, uh, I said, you know, I appreciate the critique and all this and that kind of stuff. And, and I said, you know, I have to tell you that I was told years ago one of the best things and the worst things about me is I don't, I don't draw like anybody else. And he said, well, since you brought it up, that's why you're not working for the big two. Ah, uh, they want you to ape. And, and I had said, and I, I didn't know that. And I've spoken to people since. I've told the story a few times. And some people agree, some people don't. But his, his reasoning for that was he broke in because he wanted to be Silvestri. Mm-hmm. And he was for a while. And then his style grew and he became right. Finch. And how many Finches are out there now? How many Joe Maderas are there? How many Jim Lees? How many... You know, Ramos, all, all, all these guys. Right. You know, it's so the way he explained it to me was, and maybe it's changed now because indies are growing a little bit more, and, and sometimes, you know, indies uh, go to you or, or the big companies come to you if you make it indie wise. <clears throat> but uh, the way he explained it was if a book is a proven seller and an artist is a proven seller, 
if you're going to take over that book or get into the industry, they want some a style, essentially a house style that is known to work. Right. Unless you are that upper echelon, no matter how you draw, you're amazing and they're going to give you a gig anyway. If you're that other tier, that second tier, that guy who is a competent pro, a good pro, you should ape a little bit. Right. How many of those first in? tier people like... Oh, it's it, are out there. There's Oliver Copiel and a couple of other guys. Right. You know, yeah. It, there's not a lot. So yeah. So it, it, however you say his last name, but it, it's there's only a few of those dudes. Right. So like I said, I've spoken to other people and they've said, yeah, I agree with that, and other people haven't agreed. But I don't know. Finch kind of knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So so it's a good review. Well, it's no, a it was great a great review. review, but it just also says, hey, I, it, it's like seeing a girl and she's like, oh, I really like you a lot, just enough to not do it. Okay. But it's awesome. Right. That's what it is. Yeah, I like you. You you are everything I'm looking for in a guy except I don't want to date you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. If you just were like this other guy because he had this one component that you don't have. Oh, well, in that case, I'm like, well, screw you. And I don't know. No, but a You great can review. do that. But unfortunately, if you want to break into the business, and this is what I'm throwing out there right. for him, is, you know what? Um, and I made this comparison. There was um, a there's an artist out there, Scott Collins. He's amazing. He's a one of my dude. top ten uh, artists that oh, now are you, currently now working. Going, now you got to learn the other nine. So bro. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chris Campana. Okay, but, that's one of them. Um, no, well, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at his earlier stuff, he he broke in on Legion of Superheroes back in back when uh, New Fifty Two right. or pre New Fifty Two. So he's he's doing it and he's plugging along and he's aping um a couple of guys like jason pearson and uh dusty abel and a couple of the you know the utility um artists out there right and I, I don't mean to disparage them because when you're you're doing <laughs> or or lee motor when you right. first get in you might be a filler that yeah. some people break in being you know ghosting right so you never know that's how perez got in when he was doing buckler and perez's if you look at his early stuff it is rich buckler until he became george perez Get your then, foot in the door, Bam, boys. that's exactly what Get it is. Get your foot in there. That's what it is. And that's what I'm trying to tell um, Chris. Tell young Chris here. Young okay. Chris. But here's so the who other, would you but, ape, Chris? Well, here's the other, well, here's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other side is, is this. Um, oh, are you going to get down and dirty now? That's right, Okay, done, nice. Let's go. Uh, I have spoken to other artists who have 20, 30 years in the gig, mm-hmm. and they say, F that. Just do what you're doing and make them come to you. And I think both sides have merit. I, I would, if to answer the question, who would I ape? I, I guess the artist I get compared to the most is Joe Madera because his work on Battle Chasers is, is out of control. Uh, but, same rule applies to, uh, to, to ladies, uh, to any young men, any young men listening out there. Uh, Although just, I said to Henny Youngman, I'm like, yeah, I was like, Henny Youngman. There's dust in a box, buddy. Talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, any young men out there, uh, you know, you're like, wow, man, I'm having trouble with girls. Let them come to you. Uh, yeah, same yeah. rule applies. A- exactly. Don't chase. Don't chase. Same rule Told applies. Told my son that. Yeah. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry for um, No, it's fine. So I don't know. I. There are guys I've talked to in the industry who said, look, all the big two want to do is burn you out and, and toss you away and find the next guy who draws like you but works for cheaper. Mm-hmm. There's that too. But the fact is, and I always bring this back to like a music sort of um, comparison, Billy Joel's first couple of albums were so he could make the nylon curtain, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
and he got to make his album when he had a big enough name. Right. I agree to in a sense that you kind of have to pay the piper a little bit and play the game in order to be able to do what you want to do. There's this other part of me that says, I'm working in comics. I have a, I have people who like the stuff, as and you know, Mike's one of them. Thankfully, digs my stuff. Yeah, hell yeah. And things are going well. So, I don't know if I want to be known as the next guy who aped Joe Madera. Right. Well, then don't. It's a tough, but it's a but it's a weird line, man. It's a it's a really weird line because I ha- I don't begrudge anybody that kind of. Uh, that kind of position in the field. If you, if you look, I love Joe's work. I yeah. like John Mita Jr. I like Buscema. I like all the, all these artists. Right. And you're, you're not even Joe, I, you're Chris. Right. But even if I don't want to ape Be them, the their stuff resonates in my, in my artwork oh, anyway. Sure. Of course. So if you do it and you, and you get in that way, more power to you because you played the game in a lot of people's eyes. Right. I don't know if there's a right or wrong way. I just think there's a way you choose to play it. Sure. So I just choose to conduct myself as professional as possible, do the best work I can, and hope that the right person sees it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You You're know? on a good path. I'm, that's what I'm telling you now. Well, I don't know I whether you feel that, that or I've not. always felt that Chris is doing it the right way, but sometimes, you know, even if he just did it once. No, Mike is to- right. Mike's right. And I will tell – Mike said to me uh, in Colorado, maybe you just take a chance and do an issue. Mm-hmm. You just know, once. Just once. All you have to do is once. Well, if it doesn't kill you, yeah. I, mean, I will tell you, issue five of First World, that is on my table now that I'm going home to finish a page before I leave for uh, Granite Con. There is Ryan Otley, who is a god of artists, and Joe Madera stuff open on my drafting table right now. And I'm not aping panels. I'm not taking exact layouts. Right. But even just looking at that stuff as I'm drawing, gives you a different energy while you're drawing sure. the stuff. Using it, them as inspiration right. rather than just sitting there. You know, you're not, you're not pulling a Greg Land and you're not, you know. No. And, uh, I mean, if, if you look at the, the people who are, like, on the rise, like we were talking about Ken Lashley. Yeah. One of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. Absolutely. I love his art. And he sprang out of Greg Land's uh, run on Uncanny X-Men. Right. Uncanny X-Men was the flagship of Marvel. Now, not so much. I have no idea what... But isn't that... I mean, that doesn't seem to me strange at all. uh, Because, I mean, and I did not study art exhaustively, certainly, but... Even but in the in the couple of you know survey classes that I took, I mean there were schools of art, and so mm-hmm. you had the master, mm-hmm. and then you had the master's senior apprentices, and then you had everybody else who aspired, and yes, I mean every every artist, you know whether you were a sculptor or a painter in that school had their own take on a style, but you knew when you looked at a piece of art what school they came from because there were Absolutely. certain elements um, that were similar well, yeah. and you went to study so 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 the fact that you have you know you have a couple of your favorite artists open right and this whole discussion about aping or or echoing elements of artists mm-hmm. that you particularly admire in your own work that makes sense to me of i mean that doesn't it does. seem like yeah. selling out no it, well it, it i don't know that it's selling out i think it's more of this is my thought. And by the way, everybody wants to be Ken Lashley now because of what he did with X-Men. Of he, course. He, yeah, and, that, and that's good for him. I mean, he's put the work in too. And, and you know, Nick Bratch, all these guys, mm-hmm. these great artists who have made a name for themselves and, you know, now everybody wants to be the next them. Nobody wanted to be Jim Lee until 
Jim Lee. Became Jim Lee, yeah. Of course. So <laughs> I, that's the path that I choose to follow. Now, Jim Lee drew like other artists. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he, yeah. he, he... Take a look at his... Uh, his- uh, Punisher War Journals. Take a look at his uh, his Alpha Flights. Yeah, Alpha Flight. He was like lifting directly, f- not lifting directly. He was inspired directly by John Byrne. Yes. Who, when you take a look at John Byrne's early stuff, Neil Adams. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you can go all the way back. Look at take a look at, at Steranko. Steranko, Kirby, Kirby on. Quaaludes, but Kirby. <laughs> it is amazing just the, the intricate detail he put into all this stuff. And actually, no, pardon me, not Kirby on Quaaludes. He was Kirby on LSD. All right, Chris, have you tried Quaaludes or LSD? I, I'm, and, I worry about the ass sweat. All right. You well, your ass, your ass sweat, is already man. sweating. So I know, cool. but I don't want more of it. All right. Well. All right. Apparently, he's working <laughs> for these dudes. So it's I'm not just besides saying. the point. I remember your sign of no swamp ass a couple of years ago at a yeah, show. Well, no swamp. And ass. it's everywhere at a show, so you got to be careful of it. Yeah. No. The the point is, in my mind, and 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 to your point, it it really is. Yes, everybody is influenced. Look, I I started drawing because I saw Frank Frazetta's work when I was ten mm-hmm. years old, and. I will never be Frazetta, but I love the fact that every now and then I pull off something very small that is Frazetta-esque. I love seeing certain things in my work that way. Is it the side of a white van? It's exactly a side <laughs> nice. of a white van. No, it's, <laughs> nice. it's a jeans jacket. That's yes. what it is. Okay. Well, I thought <laughs> it, it, the van's bigger. You know he was drafted by the Mets, by the way? Yeah, I saw that. That good yeah. a baseball player. He was player. an athlete, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good at everything. Good at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy had a stroke, and he taught himself how to paint with his other hand in his 60s or 70s. The guy was gifted. gifted. But, um, you know, I just want to, I want somebody to one day come and sit on this. This, this is ego. But I want somebody to one day to come sit in this show and, show and say, I saw Campana's stuff, and that made me want to do this. Not right. because Campana looked like this or that, but Campana looked like Campana. I'm sure you're doing that already. You already do look like Campana. I get That's... small messages that are indicative of people saying stuff like that, which is the most flattering thing that you could possibly hear anyway, that somebody else is going for their dream right. because they met you or they saw I, you. I, so, as I get serious voice for I'm a second. I'm pretty confident that this, this has happened already. Rest easy, young Chris. Yes. You are influencing people, and I consider... Well, thank you. And and I consider you a master. Well, I, master I, artist. I don't know. Master Bader. I knew you were going there. Master. Ma- yeah. Master. It, master. Here's, here's master, where the chattiness I, comes. I brought out, it there. The master hours, badass. The yeah. Thing. No, so, you, I, are, you are the uh, the badass. Yeah. And that's. Thank I, you. I mean. Yeah. Well, I, I just I'm want throwing that out there for people to understand that it's like, oh man, I you're already living the dream. Yes. But you're in the dream right now so you can't see how you're living the dream yeah. and you know what man that's a great way of putting it dude because you're right people say that to me all the time dude if you if you found some balance and slowed down for a second mm-hmm. and could see it yeah you would know so I appreciate you saying but, that but dude that's, it's the forest for the trees thing yeah. it's that but, whole argument that you are right now I mean, you're hustling, you're busting your balls, and right. uh, I mean, you're at GraniteCon this weekend. Right. Granite, Granite State Comic Con. Granite State Comic Con. September 17th and 18th. Uh, where's New Hampshire? New Hampshire, yeah. yeah. What state? Do you, do you have any details on that? New Hampshire. Uh, is, let's is, just is, say GraniteStateComicCon.com. Uh, you'll be up there with our Grant, friend uh, Brian O'Halloran, correct? Uh, is he up there? Um, <laughs> we just, you, to tell you the truth, you might want to look it up because. I'm in such a show run right now because mm-hmm. I, I do twenty. I'm doing 27 this year. Holy I'm, shit! I'm keeping up with you, bro. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you got it going this year. I'm creeping up. But with I have. You, bro. I'm in. I'm in a seven straight run. 
So I have this week and then next week is my last two and the seven, and then I have a week off and then New York. Seven? Pff, I did nine, bro. Come on. I right, pump the brakes, Jim. No. You're flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, ki- I'm, I'm kidding. I know. I know I'm kidding. I, I do get. Yeah, I get he the hooks plush. Up the U-Haul, man. What I the get, fuck are you not, talking about? But not it is a grind, though, isn't it? It it gets to you um, a little bit. Well, maybe different different the, grind. Yeah, let's 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 back up a little bit. Now you're you know you're going you're you're, you're driving hours six seven out nine hours to, right. You, you know you you got all you got all your gear out there. You're doing commission, so you're actually working. Out. I'm just like, hey, you know, like uh, let's take a selfie. Oh, oh, you want? Oh, you uh, do you want me to personalize this to you? Like that's okay, pretty but much. Wait, it. don't sell yourself short because I know that you guys, like everybody else in the room, have to be on all the time, even if you don't want to can be on in that moment that you you have to be on and that is a lot i want to be on all the that's time. you want to be on something he, he, he wants to be on something <laughs> um actually that's one of brian's biggest complaints about doing shows yeah uh, like, mm-hmm. complaints uh, is being white people problems by the way oh my god continue. these are first uh, these are absolutely uh, these are first world problems. first world, problems. Yes. Uh, first world. Uh, hashtag first world see what he did see um but you know pumpkin it, it spice is. problems being on is you know what there's there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with being on and doing it for, you know what, you're paying your dues right now, right. and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's I, it's one of those things that, I, I mean, I, I don't say, like, you're one of my favorite comic book artists, you know, working right now. It's not something I say lightly. No, I and I and it's it. it's not... All right. Just for I reference, mean, though, he he said some dude's book was better than Empire Strikes Back. So just, just <laughs> no, I never grain, said that. Take that I, with a grain of salt. No, why did the shit on my Cheerios right there? I'm he not was, shitting. I'm he just was being honest. Me up. Just no, no, honest. no. He and said some dude's book, and it is. It, I no, read it, I have it's better it's than my exact my exact words, and they're they're on the back there. Okay. It was taken a little out of context, okay. but I haven't felt this way since The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's totally different. That is. Totally and by the way, one of the reviews. Go back to sleep. Yeah, go back to sleep. World. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> can I can I reel into first you world for a second? Yes. One of the reviews of first world was uh, I was immediately brought back to thoughts of Pirates of Dark Water, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. <gasps> wow, That's great! It's one of the Mike Zapsic. So come to the store. Is that a Mike Zapsic quote? That no, is okay. great. Ah, I would have said that. Do you guys have it on the? You have it on, <laughs> it's you have here it up now. Yeah, we do. Yes, it's here. Very nice. It is available at Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash seventy uh, seven three two. Seven five eight zero five zero eight. We do ship. Yeah. Can great. I ask? Can I? Can I break in and ask a question about the w- about the way that you do your business now? So you have pack up your truck and you drive and you right. go out and you work on commission at these shows like right. all day long from the right. minute the doors open to the minute they close. So and after and after at the hotel. Really? So you go back and you and you and you continue to work with people, people who weren't able to get to you during the day, or are these is this just you're working on your books now? Now now you're picking uh, up and carrying. A typical, yeah. What's a typical week, day? A, a typical week, bef- you know, before a show right. is um, you get home late Sunday, early Monday from a show, mm-hmm. and uh, Monday because I'm the president and the garbage man of of the <laughs> LLC. Okay. Uh, you uh, you catch up on all your emails, do all your networking, and then you start doing all your social media pub for the next show already. Mm-hmm. And one of the keys is getting pre-show commissions. So basically what that means is somebody says, oh, I know Chris is going to GraniteCon, so I know I'm going to GraniteCon, so I would like to book a commission with him and then pick it up in show. Awesome. Okay. So the good thing about that is I already know walking into a show that I'm making X amount of dollars, 
that'll eat up some cost or whatever, right. blah, blah, blah. So the week goes that way. Because you pay to participate in these shows. It's I'm not lucky, like, well, yeah. I'm lucky enough now, after doing it for a few years, that I've at least earned some guest spots. Good. Some street cred, Mike. Okay. I like, got street Yo, man, cred. I was on All the right. Ming and Mike podcast. That's right. Give me you a table. Heard me? That's cool. Shit. Give me a table. <laughs> now. Come, do it. You know, what, you know what? Give me two. You know what? Just one to show. Yeah. I'm not even coming to the show, but just give me a guest yeah, spot Just give me anyway. a table. Put my banner up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a goes, good idea if you show up. I'm just saying. It probably makes more sense. We know that they yeah. they get very mad when <laughs> And you honest to God, sense. yeah, they do. And honest to God, if you don't show up, Rob right. Bruce will slide in there and put his fucking shit up for him. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> that's true. Even if you're late, five minutes late, it's like, Rob, get the hell out. He's just squatting in your place. <laughs> like, holy, wait, what the hell? That this is, is the where truth. I am. Yeah. And then you also get in show <laughs> commissions. All right, all right. Back, back, oh, back. Okay, oh. so then your social media so, and you're pre selling some of Right. And then the rest okay. of your week is spent. Um, I mean, can I really dig into this? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah go. Yeah, like I said, there are a lot of kids listening out there right now. They want to exactly. learn how this works. We All want right, because I really them. want to get this out there. So, so, um, so you you dig into your work, and I will tell you this: there is not one week in my life in the past four years that I know what I was making at the end of the week. You don't know. You never, you never know. Well, like I'm this not, guy's a gambler, man. Yeah, you don't know what's going. You don't know it, if you're gonna live or die by the I end have of the no week. idea what's gonna happen. Where are we right now? And that is not a woe is me kind of thing. I chose that and I love every second of it. You know, even if it gets depressing or whatever, I love the fact that it is on me and solely on me to make ends meet and make it all work. And it's going great. I have zero issue with it. it everything is fine. Mike, like Mike said, living the dream. I, I can't even argue it. It doesn't matter if I'm on Spidey or this or that. I, I am absolutely living the dream. But uh, what pisses me off is the fact that people don't understand or don't want to um, acknowledge the work that goes into that. This mm. is not just doodle time mm-hmm. and, the, and the fun, you know, BS, whatever. That's not what this gig is. And if you respect it and you understand it, and for every artist listening, they will, res- they will respect what I'm about to say. You wake up every day, and I've said this before in this show, but it, it bears repeating. You wake up every day if you are not under heavy contract or guarantee from a big company and you draw for yourself and for maybe the one to two fans or 100 fans or 1,000 fans, 5,000 fans that follow you with no guarantee of money, Hmm. you do it because you love it, because it's a discipline and because you have this idea if you want to be the person to tell the next story. So the week goes as that. You get up, you draw, you work, Mm -hmm. you post three to four times a day, you share it here, you hope somebody likes it there, you... You're constantly working, constantly fielding calls, you know, emails, whatever it is. You pack up for the show. You get to the show. If you're like me and you're not a guest all the time, you drive overnight to the show, which I've said before. So you get there and like I'll leave this morning. I'll leave Saturday. I'll leave tomorrow at 3 a.m. Yeah. It's a five-hour show. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. Show starts at 10, so I'll set up. I'll do the show. Then yeah. I'll go to the hotel after. Said that before. Uh you work the whole show. You hopefully book commissions, sell some stuff. Mm-hmm. Book more commissions that you work in at the hotel. Right. Then the next morning, you go back to the show, do more commissions. Yeah. Now, your first goal is to co- cover all your costs. Right. And right. then, Which for this show is not much because I'm a guest. Yeah. So great. Uh, and then you get back in the car right after the show and you drive home and you start it again. Wow. And if you want to do this full time when you are not a major artist, you have to do that at least 25 to 30 times a year. Wow. Yeah, to live. And that's the gig. It's a good thing you love it. 
because it sounds pretty grueling, but if yeah, but, but if not, you're working, yeah. you know what you know. I think you've said it before. I've, if there, you're doing what you love, it's not work. But actually, still, that's a that's a that's a pretty it's more heavy work. schedule. I've yeah. always <laughs> told people that hard and work should not be two words that are put together. It's work is work. Whether it's hard or it's easy, it's still work. Right. Even if you love it, it is work. Work is its own it, its own word. Right. Mm. But Christopher Mike, it's always hard. Well, that's a whole other story. Always yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. For Mike. I mean, I Judy, know, for did, really. Judy did there, Carl. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> it's always hard, I don't Carl. I get too deep and heavy on this. I know we're supposed to be having fun. Do you have fun. people who come up and try to like bargain with you? To get you to do Every stuff. Time. I mean, I'm thinking because I'm thinking I'm listening to what you're saying yeah. and I'm listening to how much passion, energy that you're putting into this, and, and then I'm imagining you sitting at your table with all of your stuff and you're a professional and you do great work. Thank and you. I'm imagining somebody coming up to you and thinking that now it's their time to get you to draw them something amazing for five bucks. You know, I, because right. yes. because they're there at the con and I was at Baltimore Comic Con a couple of weeks ago, which, by the way, is one of the best artist-friendly shows ever. Yeah, it always has been. Oh, you, yeah, have all, you have all the support. Of 17, the 18 years, and that show was All the support of the city of Baltimore. Uh, I mean, the, the Jeppy Diamond is a big, yeah. you know, is a big fact. You know, just to, you know, cause, hey, a little shout-out to my man, Steve Jeppy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, why, why would you do that? Because of those <laughs> seats? Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, God, dude, if you, you saw those I seats. I saw them. They were amazing. <laughs> I'll, give him, I'll give him a huge shout-out. He's got, like, five he does, more yeah. mentions before he has show. That's three. I've got two more for Steve, hey man, Steve Jeppy. You know what? I met the man. I love the man. What a great and an amiable and um, genuinely pleasant and welcoming guy. Yeah. So, and I didn't even go to the baseball game. So. Really nice. That's really nice of you to say. just me really, saying. Really nice. He's one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. You got an invitation, my friend. That's that's awesome. But um, and I wanted to throw this out there because this is amazing and it's it goes it goes hand in hand with something that happened to me we were at um colorado springs and there was a, a kid wearing a um uh i'm mr meeseeks look at me t-shirt uh from rick and morty and i said oh my god i love your t-shirt that's a great t-shirt just out of the blue didn't didn't know him didn't have a a, a name tag on or anything it's just some right. kid wandering mm-hmm. around with a mr meeseeks shirt so his his grandma said you like that? Come here. And she brought the entire family over. Sure. And she's like, I want you to meet my, my son who's out here. And we, we were just shooting the, the crap and right. he wanted to go here. Turns out that he's, um, he works for Rick and Morty. Oh, hey. He is on staff for Rick and Morty. He's like one of the producers. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And we, we just struck up a conversation. Nice guy. He's like, I – I flew out here to visit my mom, and the weirdest thing, there was a Comic-Con. Right. So I said, let's go to the Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all came out. And it was great to meet him. He's like, oh, yeah, I love you guys. Show. He said, in the, writer, in the writer's room. in The, mm-hmm. in, in the Rick the and Morty writer's room. Rick and Morty writer's room. You guys are, we, we like the comic book men. All right. I was like, holy oh, crap. Awesome. How cool is that? That is very cool. Are we getting any free shit? Nah. I, I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't broker anything, no any deals. Why are you bringing them over? I got you dugout seats, man. Like, <laughs> no. no free shit? Uh, we're going to go out and talk to him at, uh, when we're out in Kamikaze. Oh, he's out, there. he's out in L.A.? They're out in L.A., yeah. Okay. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, but here's the really cool thing. I went over to say hi to Chris at his table, which was uh, like four rows over. Mm-hmm. And... Um, who comes wandering up but the guy who commissioned him 
to do, and it was the same producer. And oh, cool! Damn it! I, I do you remember his name? I completely I don't, flummoxed. and I didn't know who he was either, which Until, is even more flattering. So which, while Michael's looking for him, get back to my question about: Do people try and yes, but, jerk you around? With, but he yes, did a commission okay. for the the producer of Rick and Morty, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that's cool because that I, I, I'll absolutely get back to. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is. You never really know who's coming to your table. No, you don't. You can't always put a face with a name. Yeah, and, we're, and we, like, we've had a lot of people, cool yeah. people come up. Yeah, you, don't, sometimes you, you don't know no right idea. away, and then some were like, hey, that's the dude. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Thomas Jane came to my table two years ago in Boston. His daughter came up first, and I was, I, you know, I, I, and all of a sudden he walks up. I'm like, oh. You're the freaking Punisher, man. The Punisher. <laughs> like, Thomas Jane, and he, he dug the work, and I was like, wow, this is really kind of yeah. cool. I, I like when everybody comes over, but it's kind of a cool surprise when yeah. you know you don't expect to. Does, see, to uh, see was that. he a guest there? I don't. I think he was. Or was he just hanging he, out? He loves comics. Yeah, obviously. Yep. So he was just. He might have just been chilling on the that's, Sunday, that's like great. an hour before the show was that's over. Great. That's cool. Just tooling around. That's super cool. But uh, mm-hmm. it was flattering because obviously the guy, this producer, ha- has seen a bunch of work and and. In that room, there was a lot of talented artists, and the fact that he chose to come to the table is a very humbling thing. And you always mm-hmm. should acknowledge that at a table. That there's a bunch of people to choose from. Right. And oh, there's choose, a lot. <laughs> yeah, and they choose to come to you to spend their hard-earned money. That's kind of a cool thing, right? You know. So, uh, and he he dug the piece. It was. Um, He's Pumpspec. That's his uh, handle on Twitter. P U M S P A K. The Spidey I did for him is probably on his Twitter somewhere. Yeah. It was cool. He was he has this book, this little sketchbook of uh, all Spidey uh, first villain appearances from issue one all the way up. Oh, it's cool. Oh, wow. And there's some really like. There's some villains that you have no idea that you know, these people existed. <laughs> right. So I, I got to do this. It was a weird time. Was it the Enforcers or something like that? Well, and the Enforcers, yeah, that yeah. was really cool. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, um, so it was it was it was a cool thing, and it was uh, it was really flattering. And but it, to your point or to your question, uh, so we played um, Comic Con Bingo at Baltimore. Okay, Comic Con. Comic Con Bingo for artists is all the ridiculous crap you hear <laughs> at your table. Or passing your table while at a show. Okay, examples. Example. People come to your table and they say, did you draw these? (laughs) Uh, Valid question these days, though. Valid question, A lot of people uh, photocopy or they'll they'll download stuff off the internet, print it, and say it's their own. Still ridiculous to some of us, though. So... Buzz, valid, valid question. Buzz will go out of his way to to um, call you out if you're. Yes, a there there are several of us who are policing yeah. Artist Alley right now. Good yeah. deal. Buzz yeah, is but, a good but, deal. But uh, this is a thing where people just go and photocopy stuff and sell it as their own. So Google valid, image valid, artists. Yeah, valid, valid, valid question. question. But, but still, and kinda, make money off the backs of people who actually do art. So okay, yeah, valid question. Of, and finally, people are cracking down. Okay, on that. next uh, another one. Uh, if only I had found you sooner, I'd spent all my money on other people. Okay, well, I mean, also valid. But sucks to hear. Sucks to hear, also valid. I don't know if I want to buy this. Let me walk around and see if I can find something else first. I have to do my lap. Also valid. Sure, sure. But you don't want to hear that kind of stuff. You want to be somebody's first choice. Right. But, you know, that uh, smart smart This looks amazing. Good luck. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But not good enough for you to spend $10 on. Sure, yeah. One of my all-time favorites... I only have credit. Well, I take credit. Yeah. I'll be back. Okay, and they never come back. <laughs> they never come back. Yeah. Okay. So those those oh, are just wow. those are just yeah. some. Okay. Well, that, you do know, you work I... for Marvel? No. Too bad cuz I really like that Spider-Man. 
Oh, <laughs> but they won't buy it. Because <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, there's some ridiculous ones. That's sort of a compliment, <laughs> wow. though, right? Well, they think you're good yeah. enough for Marvel, right? But you're not with Marvel, that, but that, not, not yet. But right. So, and and others that uh, that one of them it is a visual thing. So one of them is when people come to your table and they look at your portfolio, but they're not really looking at it. They're just kind of flipping the pages and looking around and and being doing the polite. Sure, they're being mm-hmm. polite. Yeah, they're being polite. Right. Like, all these sound like we're whining about it. It's just funny stuff no, this, that happens this to is us. True things that happen, and these are yeah. things that ha- because we're no longer, or maybe we, I, I mean, maybe we never were. We're no longer the thing that the shows are about. No, we're in the way of everything else. Uh, you're, in, Michael you're, and I were talking about that this morning. In some respects, was, we yeah, really are. Yeah, and it's wrong, but we get it. It doesn't mean we have to like it, but we understand it. Mm-hmm. But. On the flip side of that, shows like Heroes in Baltimore do great, and they're artist-focused. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. you're, uh, meaning not a lot of guests, not a lot of uh, bullshit reality TV right. guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even, New, even like- New York Comic Con, <laughs> although it caters to everything in pop culture, has this amazing artist. Allie they still. do. It's yeah, still it's separate, true. And it's, it's packed, and it's right. awesome. And they're still really good to their artists. So it's a weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that uh, recently... I did have somebody come up to my table and ask for a commission. And what I do at shows, whether they're big or small, is I usually say to people, well, what are you looking to spend? Because mm-hmm. I have a number in my in my head. Right. And some people get very uncomfortable with that because they don't want to insult me or this and that. Right. But uh, I never want to price people out because, mm-hmm. again, it's humbling that people come to your table and want you to draw something. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what's, uh, what's funny is the guy, they, they were like, oh, I have $5. And I said, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. you wouldn't really get much for five I'll draw, bucks. I'll, I'll draw your tooth. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't you get much for five bucks. And then, she, so they said, oh, you must be, um, you must be doing this for a long time then if it's more than five dollars. Hmm. I was like, I don't know how to take that. Right. Is that like, yeah. like, well, do you want face painting? Is that what you're looking for? You want right. to look like yeah. Spider-Man? You can't, you can't even get face painting for five no, bucks. What's yeah. the response to that? I must be doing this you for a long time. No, seriously, a fucking camel ride at, <laughs> at the rent $5? fest is 10 yeah. bucks. Well, I mean, they're they're trying to find because out Because people don't know this is a real job. Right. Yeah. That's what it boils well, down I mean, to. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Because they doodled when they were five years old, and then everybody told them to get off the doodle train because, you never can get a job at it and the only good artist is a starving artist and all that BS. No, there's no such thing. You know what? There's no such thing. There's, there's no 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 such thing as a good starving artist because if you're starving, you're, you're either, oh, my stomach or you're, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating this paper. You know, it's... <laughs> A good artist is an artist. I mean, that again, there are people who just like slap labels on everything. And, a, you know, good starving artist. Every artist should starve. No, it's not true. No, it's true. Not every right. artist should starve. I mean, it. you should be hungry. You should be – I mean, that sounds so stupid. But you should have that that desire to be better than you are. Right. But it it doesn't have to be like well I'm I'm eating ramen for the eighty third time yeah. this week. No, know? that's the truth, and, and I I don't like I don't like that that we we carry that with us. I I can't tell you how many times I have somebody come up to me after a panel at a show or at the table and they say, "Can you please convince my my kid to not go after what you're doing because of how hard it is?" <laughs> no, and I'm like, no, I, no, I, I, I love I, this. I, I can't. My son right now is in college to be a writer. 
and a, and, a, and a broadcast journalist because he's following a dream that a lot of people would probably tell you not to do. It's a creative endeavor. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's mind-blowing to me that, that people don't understand how important art is, that they take it out of schools now and, and this and that, and it carries yeah. this... This um, being an artist is such a negative thing, but everything around you is art. The shirt you're wearing, the yep. car you're driving, the, the building, building you're in, yep, yep. everything, the it's couch art. you sit on, it's mm. all designed by a right. creative person, an artist. When did this happen that we are no longer, you know, I'm not saying we're any more important than anybody else, but when did we become the shit under your shoe? No, you you were never that, but it, you may think that way because people have these. They put on airs, right? And they they try to overstep. It's like the the guy who sells junk bonds is so much better than oh, I drive a Lamborghini. It's like you know what? Fuck you, right? How about you should drive the the guy who pumps my gas is more important to me than you are because you're just you're pushing fucking papers around and you're a douchebag, right? So cut it the fuck out and stop, you know. You've got a, a MasterCard black. Who fucking cares? Yep, I agree. You know? I don't think they make a MasterCard black. Yes, who? Yep. Yes, they, they do. do. Not an Amex. But you're going with Amex. Amex, right? Oh, you meant the Amex black. That's how, uh, that's how unimportant care. it is Maybe to him. Damn it! I guess I guess Ming has an Amex black. He doesn't want. Oh, I only know one guy with Amex black, and his guy owns a store. Do you think it's because art is now seen as sort of like a luxury? item whereas before it was you know what i think that's part of it and people are like oh well look at this and you know it's more important to go out there it it is there are people who think that um that writing is not a real job that um putting your thoughts into um graphic design is not an important thing and it's bullshit because but a really important job is to convince people to buy things that they don't really need of course yeah or to design things which by the way is done by so you have marketing to. and ad people yep. who are artists that's, that's, <laughs> your, that's your job but no but the guys who uh, head those evil artists evil artists they've gone to the dark side they're on the villain side of it but the guys who head up those advertising agencies are the worst of the worst Agreed. they are they are they're human black holes, but and wait. they suck all the joy out of everything. Are they the worst, or are are the sheeple the worst? Uh, so that's 50, a big 50. that's a big conversation. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's yeah. a big that's, that's a or the people back. hiring yeah, those ad people. <laughs> it's a big it's a, it goes deeper than hey, this, my gentlemen. I will tell you lady. one thing. When I was fifteen years old, and my brother my brother had me up in New York, he invited me up, and uh, he worked for. Um, Darcy McManus and Macius. It was one of the the bigger of the advertising companies. Uh-huh. He was he was in marketing, and I saw this and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is Dave, my brother Dave, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, this is fantastic. And I wanted to be Darren Stevens. Right. I wanted to come up with those. <laughs> I couldn't draw to save my life, but you can like always that. get. And Bosom Buddies was on, and I'm like, I want to be these guys. Right. Peter Scolari. Right. I wanted to be Peter Scolari. <laughs> I was Tom the Hanks. guy. I, no, because I couldn't Scolari draw. Tom Hanks was, was the artist, but right. Peter Scolari was the uh, the, the writer. Yeah. Right. And I I was like, oh, I can do this. And I you know I came up with some stuff like it's a rocky road to Dairy Queen, and you have a road made out of ice cream. Right. You know, <laughs> to the Dairy Queen. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is great. I can I can sell right. this. You're an idea man. Was I'm an idea man, Chuck? Um, that's exactly what. And uh, you know, I had sold. This old... Get rid of Dennis and Menace. We're going with this. And here was my here was my best pitch, though. This was phenomenal. Okay, was go. So, uh, okay, pop go. culture. Uh, Bespin, the um, 
the mist. They're they're in the the carbon freezing chamber. Right. Luke Skywalker, uh, Vader is standing okay. uh, center screen. Luke Skywalker comes from the right and says, I'm ready for you, Vader. Pulls out his lightsaber, clicks it on, nothing happens. Turns to the camera and says, I should have used Duracell. Boom. Bam. 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 What just happened? Was my mind just blown? It can still, <laughs> holy crap. It can still work today, by the way. Oh so I even home more. Right now, will, there, will there be a check from Duracell in our mailbox? Absolutely not, because they. <laughs> I was 15 and they're like, fuck you. Full of piss and vinegar. Yes, I was. <laughs> love it. And chutzpah and gumption. But my brother Dave said, absolutely not. You're not going into advertising. I you will not let to you him? go on. Um, no, uh, I didn't, but then I did. There can be only one yeah, zapzig in advertising. One <laughs> advertising. Can I just share the passion that nobody got to see while Mike was selling that, though? That was oh, real oh, passion. Yeah, you could, yeah, you oh, saw, man. Saw that I'm was down. awesome. He was spitting the mic. I, I, I am. His hands were going everywhere. Mike is coated with spit. So why that was awesome, though. not let you? Because he knows how tough it was. Um... He knows exactly um, what it entails, and he wanted something better. And we all want better for family, friends, loved ones. And he saw what he was doing. And you know what? Uh, it was the 80s, and there was a lot of stuff going on in advertising. So you know they were getting bought out by people, and Darcy McManus Macius was only that for a year, and then it became Darcy Gray and blah, blah, blah right. or something. So, I mean – there was a lot of instability. He wants something very stable for me. And, I mean, I wanted to write when I was a little kid, but I was – you get knocked down by your, your family. This Blogging. is why – We have to go back and get you back into your blog. I know. Of course we do. But, I mean, it's – that's the whole thing. When you, you keep getting beaten down yep. by your parents, by family members, by society in general – you know, oh, don't do that because, you know, there's no right. future in that. Don't do that. There's no future don't read in that. comics. Comics are stupid. Yeah, my, my father was, when I hit 15, he's like, why are you still reading comics? Why aren't that's you reading awesome. something else? And I, that's exactly that's what I told him. Awesome. I said, because I relate to these Dad. a lot more. And it's not like I wasn't reading other things. Right. I was. I was reading, I was reading the classics. I was reading, I, I mean, my God, Catcher in a Rye, To Kill a Mockingbird. Right. These were all things that I was required to read, but... Reading for pleasure was my comics, Stephen King, right. um, F. Paul Wilson. I, I discovered him in 1984, and I'm like, this guy is phenomenal. So, I mean, you've got people who will beat you down, and they don't mean to. They have the best of intentions. Didn't you right. your wife when you were reading? I was, no, I was reading Wizard Magazine, and I, some of the best true. things that have ever happened to me right. have happened yeah. to me because of comic books, and because I have a passion for them. And because, I mean, let's face it, it's... It is escapism, and I hear uh, Alan Moore went on and said, uh, "Superheroes are for people, you know, with tiny penises or whatever the hell he said." He, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't say that. It was close. He said it was like a male power fulfillment thing, which is like, dude, you know what? I in, the same thing that attracts you to uh, Star Wars or any of the or or ET or or Close Encounters. You know, good versus evil. Um, you know, getting home. These are underlying themes. Sure. And for me, that's that's what it was. It was it was all about do something because you're passionate about right. it. Well, there's nothing stopping you now, my friend. No, of course there's not. No one beating you down. And, look, I mean, and look, where, no. look where look where you are because of it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and no one would have believed that when you were 15. If you had said, "I'm I'm going to be here" or whatever, people would have said, "No, you it'll never happen." But. 
when I was 15, I also let the people, you know, I, <laughs> here's the thing. I asked people to death, but I did the, did what I wanted to do anyway. Right. And that's, I think that's the key is if you give people the illusion that they can control you and they can't, then you've got the upper hand. So, I mean, that's just, that's just what worked for me. Right. My dad was the same. My dad told me to put a tie on and, and go to work. Mm-hmm. And I refused to own a tie because of that. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I, I can remember um, I had just graduated high school and I was sitting with a bunch of buddies and my one buddy's girlfriend who was a year ahead of us and she kept saying, what's your plan B? What's your plan B? And turns out for the last, before the last five years, my plan B sucked. But my plan A that I should have went with from the beginning was pretty damn good. Yeah. Was you this, know? yeah. And, and I'm not saying it's not hard and I'm not saying it's all sunshine and rainbows. There's a lot of hard stuff that goes into any you know, endeavor that is all about passion because you care about it more than the job you're just going to for a paycheck. But I would venture to say that most people who are telling you to put down the pencil or stop writing or this and that are the same people who wake up every day and maybe go someplace they wish they didn't have to go to. Of course. They're the people who gave up on their dreams long before right. they ever – I mean my father My father was a doctor. It was – not even his plan A. It was it was definitely uh, sort of a lark for him. Right. He had the he had everything you needed to be a good doctor. He had the compassion. He had the you know the mental facilities. But he it wasn't his plan. Right. You know he was just going from thing to thing. And he you know if you look at um, there's there's some sociological guide that say you can only go this far. Up the ladder mm-hmm. of you know social status and and you know digging yourself out of that hole. Right. My father was dirt poor. Uh, his father was a, a drunken whore master. Whore master, love that word. Um, hashtag hashtag whore master. Hashtag horseman, whore master. Um, but he he climbed a ladder further than anyone in his town thought he could, except for one guy. One guy who believed in him and who who staked him. It was a guy by the name of uh, Musky Falcone. And I'm not going to get into like a whole M A F F I. No, yeah, M A P H. What a great name, by the way. Musky yeah. Falcone. Awesome. I love yes, that I guy. Love and it ties into comic books because his son, Don, Don Falcone, was a huge comic book guy. And we, I used to go up there and it was like, I get to go and see his comic book collection. All right. And this is amazing. He, he was the first guy I, I ever knew who boarded and bagged his comic. Musky. Wow. No, I was Don. Oh, but, Don, okay. And Don works in the music field now. He yeah. just did uh, something uh, in homage to Starhawk. It's creative. Creative. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what, though? And, and, I, and I, I understand what you mean when you say that uh, people who try to smash people who mm-hmm. are talented artists, right, probably get up, you were saying, go to a job that they probably don't want to go to every day. Right. But one of the things that has been really that has touched me the most going to cons with Michael and Ming and hanging out with the guys as they greet people who come up to them and talk with them is that there are a lot of people like, and I'm one of them. I can't draw. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm actually a good writer, but I mean, I can't draw. And I, and I've, I've actually never tried to make a living with my writing, but there are a lot of people who, you know, that is, I mean, for whatever reasons, because of the circumstances of their lives, because of their network, because of where they live in the country, what their opportunities were as a kid, you know, things that happened to them, Mm -hmm. whatever, they're going to get up and they're going to go to, you know, a job. And it may not be their dream, their passion, but it's a job that pays the bills. And yet they come out and they have, they come out with their families, they come out with their friends, they dress up, you know, they hang out at the cons and they really love and appreciate 
the fact that they get a minute to forget that life is life. And in right. order to put food on the table and pay the bills, you know, they get up and they, you know, and they do what they got to do. And these right. guys, you and Michael and Ming, you give them that opportunity to to turn off the real world and to tune in yeah. to some of their and, – and, and that's the part about Comic-Cons that I, I really kind of well, it, It's important that – you know, to your point, it's important that I, that I say this because uh, I want it to come across the right way. There are a ton of people who support – what it is that I do and what other artists do. Mm. And they do that by coming to the shows and right. buying stuff and all those kind of things. I'm not saying that everybody was like, you know, Chris, you're a piece of garbage. Don't go after it. <laughs> uh, and, and look, my dad, my mom is 73. She still works. She, if she didn't work and get up every morning and go to work, she probably wouldn't be here. It, it, it's what it's, it, and she did for her kids what she thought was right and so did my dad and they just went to work. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's the the problem I have is when those people who choose to do that then tell you not to go after what you want yeah, and then understood. automatically just you know say okay well I'm just gonna yeah shit on it yeah, yeah. basically shit on it and yeah. I, believe me like I said my father mm, uh, uh, by the end of his life he was very proud of what I had accomplished you know um, <laughs> all you know, if if he had to shake his magic eight ball all signs point to you know your son being a complete fucking loser that's <laughs> that's you know up until the time that I was about 32 that's exactly what it was right and then stuff started to happen yeah and stuff started to thing things just happened and I, I fell ass backwards into a bunch of stuff that while I wasn't necessarily um, working for, it's what I was wishing for. Right. So, I mean, take that as you will. Yeah. Um, it's – and there was work that had to be done and there was work that was done. So, I mean, you know, basically what I'm saying, kids, is, uh, you know what? Pursue your dreams. Always have yeah, a plan no. B, but right. don't hour- necessarily have to use it. Well, here, here, here's some, here's funny sort of along the, these lines. So a guy came to my table this weekend and said, man, somebody's got to tell my nephew that he's, he's not good enough as the guys in this room. And, and that's fine. Mm. And, he's, and, and uh, I said, okay, how old is he? And he goes, he's in his 30s and he's nowhere near disability level. Right. And there is a time when someone has to say to you, you, you can't. Okay, you cannot. It, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. It, it and don't be so blinded by this love that you have for it. It could always be something you love. It could always be sure. something that you're passionate about. It could always be something that you're into. But maybe this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. It doesn't mean it can't be a huge part of your life. So there's that side of it too. But these preemptive strikes that a lot of family members and friends will give you is a bunch of horseshit. Right. Yeah. Like it, you're 10, you you should be outgrowing this shit. Yeah, it's give like, me a chance to fall on my face a few times before right. that happens. And and dad's story of mine, my dad passed away uh, five years ago and he used to work, before he passed away, he, he worked at a laundromat. And I moved uh, last year to a place near the laundromat. Yeah. Mm. So I used to bring my stuff in there because sentimental moment start the music I, it reminded me like where my dad was and the woman re- recognized the owner she recognized my last name and she said are you Joe's son and I said yes and she goes your dad was so proud of you she's like are you the artist oh but you didn't know this I never knew that yeah. wow. I, I never knew it because he he was from a time 
when yeah, you didn't, you didn't that. say yeah, that you didn't stuff. Say that. Mm-hmm. But, so wow, that's, that's a, cool, man. That's a cool that's thing that I found out later on. But yeah, it was one of those things that I didn't. So you never know actually who is cheering for you, but you certainly do know the people who are it's telling cool. you to go after yourself and, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah, quit. Yeah, you really do. You know, this Especially if you're on it. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, this whole hour is to tell you that we are behind you, kids out there, or maybe not yes. so, maybe older kids out there. Yeah. We're behind you. We're not going to shoot you down. We're going to encourage you. That's you should what be we're, encouraged. Most people should, you know what? And we are proud of you. But just remember, kids, there's uh, 18 inches between a pat on the back and a kick in the ass. Right. So don't ever forget that. Well, we're either. giving you Unless both. Unless you have a weirdly elongated <laughs> torso. <laughs> we just yeah. gave you both. <laughs> Unless your life held proportions. Right. I believe we just then, gave you then both. Then there's only three inches. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you 96 inches. <laughs> you don't have a foot and to you kick have, yourself yeah. anyway. Yeah, there are two of us. The Ming Mike show. You kick him in the ass, I'll pat him on the back. Do you? Um, and we can alternate if you get tired. Right, that'd be good. If your foot gets tired, exactly. then we'll alternate. So right. Ming and Mike will be doing portfolio reviews from now on at their table. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, no. We have. We, yeah, have. we have. We've done we've it. We've had people come we've... up and I'm like, hey, this is great. What do you want from me? <laughs> we've yeah, done it. Yeah, we can't hey, do can it again. Get, hey, can you get me in uh, to see Stanley? I'm like, I can't even get me in to see Stanley. Yeah. So we know what's good is good. But yeah, we, I mean, we've done it. People want us yeah, to look at you know, they supposedly, you know, because of. It's uh, hard to get in. Who knows who's yeah. going to, you know, you never know who's going to see your stuff. It's more who knows you, not who you know. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of you. Chris Campana. All right, I got you. That's the thing. We'll keep at it. But in the meantime, no woe was me. In the meantime, no woe was you because no you're complaints. living the dream, my friend. No, I have zero complaints. In the meantime, Chris is at Granite State Comic Con, granitecon.com for yes. tickets and info. Go see the other uh, yeah, were, tickets and info. You were there with the Highlander, my friend, Adrian Paul. Yeah, who was a, who uh, <laughs> came a to my table a couple of years ago at Wizard World Philly and asked nice. to take a picture with me. Like, he's a cool nice. dude. Nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Very nice. There can be only one. All right. Um, yeah. He'll well, be maybe two in the picture. So Yeah, there was two of us. <laughs> All right, I gotta go open the store. Right. Let's wrap this. You need some sleep, my friend. I don't need no sleep. I'm no, fine. I don't need sleep. I don't need no sleep, man. Thanks, guys. No, I'm not sleep. at all. Chris, Chris Campana, art of Chris Campana. Um, Campana art on Instagram and Chris Campana one on Twitter. Nice. And follow at Julia Zapsic because she's beautiful. And if you tweet her anything disgusting, I will hunt you down and kill you. You just opened up a door. Why did you say that? <laughs> yeah, now that's going to happen. You, that? <laughs> you made it real. Oh, because God. it's hunting season, <laughs> why folks. Would you, why would you say that? And I just got my hunting license. This is why he's not getting anything else. The, the writing and all that stuff. He's not getting done. He, but I did. Yeah, because I'm hunting dreams. people he's down. Getting into <laughs> with, getting into the most dangerous game. <laughs> spend all his time getting into arguments with morons on Twitter. That <laughs> is a productivity killer that we can all agree on okay good all, all right. right all right this chris is fun. this fun this is fun. this is why we started this it's hell yeah it's Amazing. fun of course it's Amazing. fun oh yeah right. it's fun man mm-hmm. at the ming and mike show we're all about fun That's this right. is uh, all about fun this is you know this is uh you know this is eating moon pie fun this is sitting on dugout seats Thanks to Steve Jeppy. Oh, oh man. there you go. You had, and check. You, you had it. Like you had not mentioned it. He's that done. <laughs> yeah. He got you those seats. You hear that, Steve Jeppy? He got, got you in. <laughs> Steve, Je- they're his seats. He uh, he graciously offered me one of them last night, and uh, so it was it was that first world is in diamond. Yeah, exactly. There's Beautiful. no circle. There's no distribution without Steve it's Jeppy. It's the circle of, the of life. World. So, so thank this this this. This amazing man from Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Still got your nose up there, Ming. <laughs> oh, God. I it's love it, buddy. Around. Oh, it's it's way up there. Chris, thank you very much. You Thanks, know, we, Chris. You know, thank you, Julia. Thank Ming, you, Julia. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, th- thank you. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. 